The Process Podcast, episode 459. Zach Watson, the beginning of a steamy week. And tomorrow's our first uh, BDC Bez, Biz Dev Development Studio, Dev Studio, something like that. It's business development. Um, it is, yeah. How's your, uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Yeah? Get up to anything cool? It was chill. Yesterday I was in some model painting. Spicy. I saw some airbrush, airbrush action. Yeah, because yeah, I was I like, I up. need to finally stop saying I'll just <laughs> build models and actually build models. Good, good. I feel like I feel like the airbrush was a weird like barrier to get my head around. Because I was like, every time I'd go do it, I'm like, ah, set up and then the clean up and you know, oh, I couldn't get the gun to really spray as well as I wanted the first time and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of did it. And now I'm like, okay, now it's out of the way. I, you got it done. It's yeah. easy. So. Good. That was like maybe the hurdle that was kind of holding you back a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Feels like it. Yeah. And then when I, I went out uh, Saturday and bought more models. <laughs> of course you did. What did <laughs> you, what did you buy that time? I got two more little like accessory things um kits for for tanks for german tanks because mm-hmm. um, i wanted the one german tank out the <clears throat> a tiger one the big boy i wanted to like the story behind that model i want to do like you know it's this crew tank crew and it's just gone through a bunch of battles and it just keeps going makes sense and they've just accumulated things over time including damage and wear so i want to have it like pretty heavily damaged pretty dirty but I wanted to have a lot of like extra baggage on it and tarps and mm. you know stuff like that. That's the crew is just accumulated over time. So these little accessory packs come with a bunch of little, you know, cool little stuff that you could put on tanks. So I got mm. that. And then while I was there, again because of being addicted to War Thunder now and being more open to tanks and learning more about tanks. Open a, to tanks. There's another uh, a later German tank, a Cold War German tank. Cold War, and it's the Leopard One. Oh, that sounds uh, cool. Basically, like the the original version of what the modern day German like main battle tank, which is like the Leopard Two, Two A Six or something like that. Oh yeah, like one of the best in the world. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the OG Ooh. starting point that Leopard One. And it's a really cool looking tank, and they had a model of it there, and I'm like. And it was it was a Revel kit, so it was a bit cheaper than the others. And I was like, okay, I can justify that. You're coming home from, with me. <laughs> You're coming home with me. So I got nice, it. breezy. Sounds dope. It's pretty uh, pretty productive overall, I would say. Then, yeah, yeah, I got to see as a bunch, and yeah, I'm just happy I actually like started. How did that you feel? Know? Like once you. There's like the resistance to start it, and then once you start it, five, ten, fifteen minutes later, once you're once you start doing it, then you actually get into it, mm-hmm. and then it becomes easy. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I remember when I was really big into like went to my BMX phase as a kid. Of course, naturally, and all that time of like getting comfortable with a bike, 
trying to practice and go off jumps and all that stuff. And then the one night I remember being out with friends and it was me and like, like one or two other friends. And at in the same day we were like, yeah, we're going to do like a, like a bunny hop, right? Where you're like, you're just hopping off the ground on the bike. Right. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like the Ollie in skateboarding. Yeah. Where it's, it's like, easy thing to do. It's, it's like the first term. thing. Like, yeah. First and it's, thing a, it's a gateway. Does. Because once you've ma- once you can do that, then it opens up possibility all everything else, right? Um, but the barrier, it's all like on that one thing. Mm-hmm. I remember me and a bunch of friends learning it and and doing it that first night, and then all of a sudden it feels like, oh my god, okay, finish this now, I can actually tackle all this kind of thing. That makes sense. It just feels like you've just opened your fucking floodgates you're like okay now we can get started kind of thing mm. so i felt good especially when like the painting um went well i had a bit of a hiccup at the beginning because i was an idiot the last time i was using it i used enamel paint and i thought i cleaned the airbrush but uh, and you apparently didn't. i didn't and all all bunch of enamel paint all on the inside um dried and got clogged so then the needle wasn't like moving back and forth and it wasn't spraying Okay. So I had to take the whole thing apart, which is cool because now I know how to take apart and put together an airbrush. But that's true. I had to take the whole thing apart and clean the whole thing. So I spent like almost two hours cleaning it, oh, and then putting it back Jesus. and getting it working. And then, and then I ran into another issue when I was spraying, and it started the nozzle started spinning, and then I threw uh, through just over time. I was like, I realized the problem, and it was just me being an idiot. Because I was using lacquer thinner to thin down the enamel paint, uh, which works to thin down yeah. enamel paint. However, because lacquer thinner, lacquer it dries fast, so uh, it was thinning down the paint, but it was drying it too quickly. Which is nice because I could spray a part, and then after like two passes, it's dry. That's but true. it also meant that inside the nozzle, if every time I'd stop painting and there was no air pushing it away. Oh, um, it, it would dry on the inside of the nozzle and build up. Oh, and then the next thing you go to spray, it would push out extra air, like extra paint that's been stuck in the nozzle, and that's where it would spit. You got like a yeah. So a I gotta get some actual. I gotta get some mineral spirits. That's what people use for enamel, enamel-based oh, paints. Right, because it thins right. it down without affecting the drying time or anything like that. It it literally just thins it down. That's so, I gotta That's get that. Need. But now I know. It's one of those things you gotta learn the hard way, I guess, right? I learned by doing it. That's the only way yeah, to learn. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But, um, no, I was happy that I finally broke the barrier. I think. Broke the seal. And now and you're I finally, I think, got past the mindset of like this model I'm painting right now is like a sacrificial lamb. And I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's gonna be where I can practice a lot of stuff. I, it was a gift of, for, to me as a kid. So it's oh, like, I didn't how pay young for you it. Hmm? Do you remember how young you were when you got it? Um, Probably nine or ten, maybe. Wow. Maybe a bit younger. But wow. I never built it. And then, so I'm like, okay. It's not like a super detailed kid either. It's a beginner mm-hmm. one. So it's like, it's not like it's that great quality or like that. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not too worried if I mess it up. Mm-hmm. I want to use that as a good practice um, 
And so now I've got past that as well. Now I feel less worried. There you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. So, but um, now you're just clean shooting. You're just going off. Yeah, hopefully. Nice. After you build a sacrificial lamb model, what's next? What are you going to do next? Hmm. I would like to get paint because I have, I have the Blackbird models built. That's just an easy to get painted. Right. But I'm trying to figure out the fucking paint to get it for. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the right color. Um. Because it's a, it's a matte black, but it's like a faded black. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not, not like, like a super deep black. Hmm. So it's like trying to find a the right give me a color I guess. give me a black that's not black please it's like faded black t-shirt black you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah that's kind of what i just got like, rid of a shirt that's like that yeah that makes sense but other than that i want to i'll probably build the little accessories that i got yeah so the little easy fun. things that i can build i don't have to paint them i just build them ready um so whenever i build a model i can just throw them on mm-hmm. um and the next one i want to build i don't know Maybe maybe the maybe the tiger one maybe the German tank I'm not sure. Ooh, German tank would be cool. We'll see. Never know. You either never that know. or or the other the new one I just got I'm not sure. Yeah, I I yeah, I would build, I would build the one that you, mm, I build the one that you just got or that other one that the guy made a diorama out of. Oh yeah, the World War One. That one yeah. I, I gotta figure out the color too. It's a weird, like fate, like pale, greeny beige color. Yeah, that they used. Interesting. In World War One. Interesting color. But I don't know. The kind of beauty thing about tanks is like you can basically assemble the whole thing and then just spray it when it's all together. That's true. Because it's all just like, I'm not, the ones I have. I'm not gonna do any camos on. No, um, just flat colors. Yeah, but uh, with weathering and stuff. But so you can just and that's how they would have built the tanks, right? I'm pretty sure is just exactly. basically built the whole thing, drove it into like a big paint booth, and put a bunch of people just spray it one color and then move on. And that's the vibe. That's so the vibe. If I can paint it that way, it's actually more realistic. There you go. Right. You being a historical genius. Yeah. You didn't even go to school for it. It's basically you basically, you basically have you basically have a master's in tank history now. Maybe. Oh, I have a cool story actually. Oh, okay. Party on. While I was on the mall store Saturday. So I'm in there. Someone recognized you and was like, You're from the no. Princess Podcast, aren't you? You you sound from no um you sound just talking familiar. to myself in the corner like, Oh my god, look at all these models. no. I'm looking at the models. I beeline right to the little section where they had all the, the it's like the little mini you ever in the mall store you see the little Tamiya kits? It's like the thin boxes. Those are all like it's usually like infantry. I don't think so. Like I don't think soldiers so, no. and stuff. Oh. I can show you after. It's like they're really yeah. sm- like they're small little boxes because it's usually just one or two trays of like sprue of parts. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of them are like little infantry. Like it'll be like you know, infantry unit or a sniper team or and it's just like some World War World War Two like you know infantry kit or something, right? For like dioramas and whatever. But they mm. also do some to me like the access tank accessories. So I went right because there was one I really wanted to get that I didn't get last time. Found it, got it, found another one. 
have that in my hand and then that's when i was looking and i found the other tank and i have it in my hand and i'm just looking for all the models it's nice to have a look and this guy he's probably like mid to late 30s okay kind of sees me i guess probably like looking around the models got models under my fucking arm and he's oh, like yeah, hey man yeah. i don't want to sorry to bother you but can i ask you Aww. about models about this stuff no and i'm way. like uh sorry. yeah yeah you can <laughs> absolutely you're not bothering me at all and he was like he's like i i came here because i work for a company that 3d scans parts for companies and he's like we mostly oh. do like aerospace stuff oh shit and i was like okay flex but okay cool <laughs> interesting and he was like um like you know where they have like the 3d scanner on like a robotic arm and they program it to like yeah. scan a part and then you have like a perfect 3d model of it and he's like, we, you know, we have to suspend like the parts that we're scanning. Usually, like hang them or something. But he's like, sometimes hang them isn't an option, and you try to get the scan all in one piece, mm-hmm. so the file is nice when you you don't have to like mess with it much. And he was like, so I came here to look to see if they had any like model stuff that like any armature like holders that would work, oh. so I could like hold the part and then move it like oh. freely. And he, so he's asked me if I knew anything that they sell for that. Because he was like, wow. you know, like a gorilla tripod thing? Gorilla pod yeah. thing? Yep. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was thinking of something like that, but then with like, you know, like the model like alligator clips or something on to hold it. I'm like, honestly, oh, like, you could get the two and just like, you know, <laughs> glue them together or something. You make it work. And then, and then he was like, I came here for that, but then I saw all these models. And I'm like, oh, these are cool. And I'm like, yeah, this place is pretty dangerous. <laughs> he's asked me, he's like, oh, do you like build models? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You build these? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, so you have to build all these and then like you paint them? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, have you built a model? He's like, no, 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 I haven't. I haven't, but like looking at this, I'm like, maybe this is something I want to get into. This looks really cool. That's I'm so like, cool. Yeah, so we're, I was just talking about him, about like, you know, maybe some starter ones or ones that are easier and he talked about how he wanted to build one with his son as well <gasps> so i was showing He's him like the gundam kid. stuff because i was like you don't need glue you don't need to paint them and they're like an action figure when you're done so you could like kind of play with it right okay. and they had some other like more kid-friendly ones there as well um but yeah and then he, he was just yeah. super super nice and wow. then he's like you know thanked thank me and then i went off looking again at the models and he come back over and he's like he's like showing me on his phone like a picture of like the 3d scanner he's like this is like what we do or whatever like that and then he's like i just want to show you it's cool sorry i'm like dude no it is cool dude, like, that is so you're talking cute. to the right guy i actually <laughs> find that interesting so because i thought first he came in and he he was gonna buy a model to build to 3d scan and i was like oh shit that's, that's where i thought you cool. were going with it too I'm like, that's, that's why i thought that's but, a big um, flex yeah that is so cool. But it was a cool. It was a nice little stranger interaction, you know. Can you imagine, like, if if you decided to go, just say, like, thirty minutes later, you don't see him. He yeah. ends up talking to this like schmuck who's at the store, and the schmuck is like just not having it and just responds badly, and then like they both walk away not stoked. You like you change this guy's life. What if, because of your actions today, he brings a model home to play with his son, make a model with his son? Say his son's like six or seven. Yeah. And then in a couple, then his gets his son into it. 
and then his son starts yeah. getting really into building models. Oh, and some random his... guy he talked to in a model shop told him he should get one of these. Yeah. He did. He did. Bought, he did walk out with one. He bought walked out with a. It was like an entry grade level Gundam kit they had there, that was like like twenty thirty bucks, and it was like, you know, not super complex and mm-hmm. not too many tiny tiny pieces. Um, because I was like, you know, this is probably one that you want to build. You know, A, it's not tiny pieces. That's too tedious or dangerous. But also, it's still cool. looks cool, you know. Easy build kind of thing. That is... Yeah, he did walk out with it. I was like, fuck yeah, man. That is really cool. You had a you had an impact on that person's life. Yeah, yeah which is cool. Strength. He was like, he was like, how long have you been building models? I was like, oh, I mean, a while, I guess. Yeah. And then and stuff like that. But, I, but he was like, yeah, you paint these too and everything i'm like yeah yeah yeah." i was like you know you airbrush and you paint and you leather them and dioramas and stuff like that it was super cool damn and he was just like blown away i'm like yeah it's it's dangerous coming here because they look really cool yeah and he's like i really these boats look really awesome i was like yeah you might want to start with something a bit simpler but yes yeah they are cool yeah i feel like you can start with simple like there's simple boats like my first model kit was a Titanic, but it was like a small one to 700 mm-hmm. scale Titanic. And so it was like maybe a foot long, pretty, I want to say like maybe a 90 to a hundred pieces, something like that. That sounds right. Um, mm-hmm. There was some small pieces, uh, but nothing like super complex, but looking at it now, like we have the advantage of having kind of a, a more tactile uh, childhood Legos and mm-hmm. action figure, like specifically building and construction type toys. Action figures, yes, to an extent, but I feel like more kids play with action figures just as a general overarching yeah. thing. Um, but then once you get into like building stuff like connects, for example, do you ever have those straws, like those plastic straws with the little asterisk looking connector piece? Like connect? No, 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 no. This is. There are thin plastic straws in various colors, and they're mm. it's like a drink straw. So it's straight and it's hollow on the inside. And then oh, there's yes, it's like a I guess it's a plus sign in three dimensions. Yes, um, and yes, you can yes, plug yes, it yes. in and make uh make stuff out of it. That was my shit. I was I so into that. Oh, I only had, I don't know if I had it. If it was at a friend's house. I had a lot of connects though. I think I still have it. I have, I have connects at my parents. I had one of the connects like roller coaster sets. Did you? They like motorized and yeah, you gotta come up yeah. and build it. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like a moving that roller coaster. Cool. Actually, the guy asked me too because he was talking about like when I asked him about built if he's built models and he's like no no he's like, but like you know I I I love Lego as a kid so like this looks like something I'd love and I was like dude me too. <laughs> it is. He was talking as if like you know like you know Lego I'm like oh. Do I know sir, Lego? Do sir. I know sir. Lego? Sir. Ask a fuck. Yes. What did you just ask? Of course I do. Mm. Who do you think I am? And that's the cool part is like you've got like a you you'll probably never see the guy again in your life, but you've got a connection with that person. All yeah. because of like a, like bits of plastic that you put in that you put together to make something. Yeah. You know? It's uh it's a cool thing. And, it was cool chat. You know, you don't you don't get that very often. That type of interaction. It's also you know, like where someone asks you like something that you're interested in. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. In a in a stranger context. Yeah, and it's like, not to like say something amazing or anything like that on model making yet, but like it was one of those things where you know I'm sure you've had it where with family or friends outside of the program where you do some sketches they'd see some sketches and they think it's like they're like holy shit like you can do that and you're like yeah like that's that's like a five minute one <laughs> you know but you feel like it kind of is one of those reminders where you're like oh actually i am doing something really cool and i'm really skillful at something that a lot of people aren't yeah and so to them it's like pure magic and that's what i kind of yeah. got because he was saying like you know he's like oh you built these i was like yeah, yeah and he's like <laughs> i showed him like the the tank model i was holding on the back it like pictures of the a built model and i'm like yeah like here like you know you build all dry fit it you paint all of it like airbrush all different colors and all the little details and like you know weather it with like you know rust and dirt and damage and all this stuff and he's like looking at me like like you can do all that like that's that's you what you do, do with that. these models like you can I was like you don't yeah. have to but yeah like that's you kind can. of the cool thing to do with them you know yeah. and that's oh dude i just remembered something yeah. Next time you're over here, um, or actually when we go over to your place for the on Sunday, yeah, not this Sunday, Sunday following, I'll I'll bring it. You'll be able to get the hard drive too. Perfect. Yeah, I still got to do that. <laughs> but yes, you have two weeks. Um, I also have other stuff that I'll bring another hard drive to give you that I'll mention off air, so it's not incriminating. Okay, and it's not porn. <laughs> Um, because <laughs> I realized as soon as I said that, when you say like, I have a, I have something on a hard drive that I have to give you, but I'm not going to divulge it on a podcast. It sounds pornographic, but it's not Not necessarily, um, not necessarily depends on your take on it. Um, but I made a book when I was in grade seven, mm. I think I had a P 15 black widow plane i think p15 is the prefix letter thing for it um something like that and i made i made the model kit but i also i took pictures every step of the way and like basically made a how-to guide and called it like how to build a black widow and got it like printed wow. at this like online self-publishing thing where you could it would send you a physical copy not just like a staples Sherlock's binding thing but a proper like perfect bound spine and it's looking i found it when i was at my parents house a couple weeks ago and it's the it's the funniest thing ever because i think that i'm like this pro model builder putting this thing together (laughs) at like in grade seven i'm like 12 years old and looking back on it now it's hilarious but it's also so accurate and not accurate in the sense of it's the right thing to do, but it's very accurate in terms of like the trajectory of where I am. Right. Now yeah. And like the whole life thing. So I'll, I, it's in my storage locker downstairs. I'm pretty sure. So I'll, oh I'll God, dig it up and I'll bring it back and just give it a little flip through. It's the, it's so funny. I like took pic and the, like the photos are all different. It's taken with like a yellow incandescent lamp in the room. Oh so everything's, God, that's everything's awesome. got that warm glow and uh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's very nostalgic. That's so cool. It's very cool. nostalgic. God damn. Yeah. That's neat. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That's really but, uh, cool. 
it definitely speaks to being made by a, a 12 year old i think yeah can't fucking you know shit on it too bad you're also 12 that's what happened to me this is true i was 12 i thought i was a actually i used word real quick like that um it was intense one guy that me and um, Ben watch on uh, YouTube, Night Shift, the guy who did mm-hmm. that mo- uh, that diorama that Tank guy has. He did a his last video he put up was him going over all these old models he built between like when he was like fourteen, fifteen to like twenty. There's like his oh, first wow. like ten or so models, mm-hmm. and he was like talking about. You know what's good what's bad you know like how he was doing stuff or whatever just a reflection thing and it was cool because you know obviously some of the comments are like how is this the mo- this diorama this guy built when he was 15 like 10 times better than anything i can do right like <laughs> it does it's not but fair. you know even he was saying like you know he doesn't shit on himself his work but like just the idea of like having to do that much like you just got to mm-hmm. keep doing it right yeah, and you'd say like yeah. oh you know this one was actually really good and the next one i did was kind of a miss and then i carried on then the next two i learned from that and then they were actually way better and you know and seeing like the progression it's like you can't show yourself for doing for starting that's true you yeah and one thing like to go off to piggyback off that is understanding that just because you're getting better and you're improving right doesn't mean that every single thing that you do in that improvement process is going to be better than the thing that came before it. There's like, I did some, I had to do some work this weekend for, um, some more freelance stuff, some sketching stuff, which freelancing is a real, it's a real job. It's a real thing. It's taking up a lot of time, a lot of time. Um, but I was, I did one, page of sketches that I was going to compile together to create this other thing. And then on another page, I was doing another view that I'm going to like in Photoshop intended to just superimpose into the other sketch. So I didn't have, I had to do less work basically rather than drawing the same thing twice. Um, and I drew like the package, the box that this thing is the, the package, not a box that this thing is getting like placed on and just totally fucked it up. And I'm drawing a simple thing. It's, it's a rectangle with rounded corner, like all corners are rounded. So it's, it's like a bubble rectangle. It's a bubble tangle. And I like totally fucked it up and it looked terrible. I'm like, how did I manage that? <laughs> I got a, I have a job where I design playgrounds and I get to draw like most of the time I've been doing that for the last year. I've been design sketching for the last five years. How do I do that? How do I completely fuck up a round cornered rectangle? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. No, that's why. You're fucking human. Sometimes, sometimes you just suck, and sometimes it's a miss. Hey, it goes back to the whole fucking Lego brick project all over. Mm-hmm. That thing, that thing did not, did not give a fuck. That was no. like that was. <sighs> that thing's cursed to this day. I probably still couldn't do one <laughs> yeah, properly. No, no. You know, even if I sat down and tried. No, I, yeah, actually, I haven't really sat down and tried it since. I At least now I know how I would do it. Loud mm. side, I was just like, yeah. Rectangle, I'm, I'm just drawing cylinders on top. Yeah. 
Seems seems simple, but when you do it, it's a pain in the dick. Yeah, it's a royal pain in the dick. You ready for uh, BDC Dev Studio session number one tomorrow? Very excited. In pre in preemption of that, I'm gonna rewatch. Did you did you ever watch the few on the? It's on the Futures YouTube channel, um, where Ben Burns goes through and builds his own port, rebuilds his portfolio website from the ground up. Don't think so. Might have been one that I saved to watch later and didn't watch, but probably. It's a good watch. I'm going to go through that tonight and just make some notes on kind of stuff that he talks about because I think that'll mm. be that'll be useful for our our work session tomorrow. Hell yeah. Pretty stoked on it though. It's a shame we don't have rhythm anymore. It would be a lot more fun. Yeah, that's rhythm. the music. Yeah, that's very true. But I wonder if this unless there's another one that's come out. Maybe can also do research on that. Spotify should see implement what that. Is. Like a listen party with friends. I think there is a way with Discord. I think so. I think s- I'll do some looking. Connect with Spotify or something. There's gotta be a way. There's gotta be a fucking way. Yeah. I'll do some looking. Yeah. See what I can come up with. It'll be pretty cool. I'm pretty oh, stoked. Yeah. It's going to be neat. It's going to be yeah. neat. And uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of uh, Monday's episode. Tomorrow, Zach and I are not going to be doing a podcast. We're going to be instead uh, in the Discord working on um, our uh, big design company website, <clears throat> big www.bigdesigncompany.com. It's going to be mm-hmm. dope. It's going to be getting a lot of shit out of the way and figuring things out, but think it'll be good and uh yeah so again the website is www.bigdesigncompany.com the web uh our email is hi at bigdesigncompany.com and uh you can also send an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com for podcast stuff and zach watson what is our instagram process underscore underscore podcast nice ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. The process.